was about to you know text you back uh-huh. <laughs> and it started ringing so it was ringing in my hand it was ringing on the mac <laughs> it was ringing on the pc all at the same time you can't get away oh yeah you I know what you're talking about teams does that to me rings on the laptop rings on the phone rings on the ipad what's creepy about it is like i'll hang up on my computer and i'll also hear the hang up sound on my ipad and i'm like wait what (laughs) were you listening to me there too so teams and hanging up yeah that reminds me of a story that i wanted to tell you okay (laughs) you should probably know when you're hung up you probably should did what did i do something (laughs) No, 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 no. This is, no, this isn't you, actually. This is a story. So I wanted to tell you a couple of stories today of, of um, shall we call them foot and mouth disease? This is what I need right now because, man, it has been a roller coaster of a week. So, yes, please, please, Uncle Cormac, tell me a story. <laughs> so the first one, uh, yesterday, was on a phone call. I'll, I'll, I'll leave the who I was with off, but a couple of people from one organization, a couple of people from another organization, and a couple of people from my organization. And we were discussing change orders. We were discussing the high cost of some of the change orders. And you know, kind of a lot of like back and forth. Why does it cost this much? This is just a temporary facility, blah, 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 and back and forth. They were getting a little defensive. They were getting a little perturbed at kind of like the tone from, I, I guess they felt like it was the accusatory tone of, from the architects and other group. And so they were, you, you could clearly hear the frustration. And, and surprisingly enough, I was the one who was trying to play peacemaker and try to calm everybody down and all this other stuff. And everybody kind of kept going back and forth uh, on this. A couple of people, you know, were just like really badgering at them, sinners saying, you know, what's up with this cost? Why is it so high? You know, why did you need level five finishes for a temporary condition? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It wasn't things that weren't unreasonable. Oh, was that in the discussion? spec? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go and, on. And, you know, so, so clearly it wasn't anything that was not an unreasonable line of communication, but that was clearly there was a bunch of tension. So one guy said, all right, look, clearly we want you guys to take a look at it a little bit more and make sure that you guys have, make sure that you guys have everything checked out, double checked, make sure you're okay with everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, all right, well, you know, fine. And so you would assume, so everybody's like, all right, thanks, you know, have a good weekend, you know, hanging up, hanging up, hanging up. Uh-oh, well, uh-oh. <laughs> That's where it's coming. Yeah, one person it, forgot that they hung up uh-huh. and muttered at a pretty audible rate, you know, God, I hate that effing guy. Yes, this is what we need right now. Oh. And you're like, Dude, yeah, <laughs> um, you're still on the call. You're still like on a live mic, and the people who shouldn't be hearing that are on that live call as well. And you're like, ah, oh, man, yeah. And so, and it wasn't anybody from us, or you know, it was just he was that's, frustrated. That's I, the only reason you can tell this story. <laughs> I, I could tell this story because it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow. man. I was like, wow, man, dude, you, wow, you've got to, like, check yourself. Yeah. Um, well, remember the day when you would hang up the phone on a wall and <laughs> there was actually, a, like, it it wasn't possible for that phone call to still be going if the if the handset was hanging on the wall. And now it's like, 
there's no buttons on the phone, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, so funny thing about, you know, I was uh, talking to another guy that was on that call with me and I was like, did you hear that? <laughs> was I and the he's only like, one? He's, he's like, uh, dude, did you just, did you hear what I just heard? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I was, I texted another guy and I'm like, um, were you still on that call? And he goes, I was hanging up and I heard somebody say God and then I kind of like hung up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you didn't hear the rest of that. Oh, <laughs> and, and it wasn't directed to him or anything. And I, I know, I know who it was, and I know who it was directed to. And surprisingly enough, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, I expect that, but I wouldn't want, exactly. I wouldn't want this other person to hear it. Yeah, and and so he like told me a story about who apparently had a call with one of the guys, and as you said, hung up the phone, but not quite because it was slightly off the the hook. And for like the next hour, went and berated the architects. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And you're like, uh, and you're like uh, listening to the whole thing. Oh, he, 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 he just kept the phone to his ear. He's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, oh, is that what you think of <laughs> playing along? So, okay. So there's definitely like places that you could work or, you know, companies, let's just say that, that have a culture like that, right? Where mm-hmm. that, that is not a professional culture. That is a culture that is kind of backslid into that position where somebody let somebody else do it for long enough where it just became normal, you know, quote unquote normal. And then uh, that's how it like the company ultimately becomes like that. You, you, I think we've all seen that happen. And then there's there's kind of somewhere in the middle where it's like uh, you'll have a senior project manager or a project architect on their phone walking around the office having a, a a big argument with the contractor. And it doesn't mean that it's going to have that language, but those right. conversations do happen in the open. And I think like there's definitely some learning that goes on from especially the younger staff in the office of like how to stand up for yourself or how to fight for something on a project sure. or right. et cetera, et cetera. You could look at it positively and negatively, I think. And then there's the other one where it's just like, no, we will be professional at all costs, right? Which is kind of like, I don't know if there's a firm like this out there, but it kind of reminds me of like that Nordstrom story where somebody returned a set of tires to Nordstrom, right? And they're going to take it back because the customer is always right, which is like the other end of that extreme, right? Right, right. It's just, it's interesting to kind of hear the different cultures that are out there and to think about a culture where that berating kind of happens and the 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 back talk and like we we have teenagers we kind of know what this is like right mm-hmm. yeah. uh yeah. and and it's like i heard you <laughs> you yeah. should not do that out loud ever it is it is disrespectful it is unprofessional etc 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 and it's right. like i'm a parent i'm trying to teach that to my kids and then you hear somebody who's at a professional company doing that it's uh it's not a good model yeah right it's rough right yeah, and um, and even now more so, like with everybody working from home, with little ears in the background. Yeah, I with with like serious like mental not not mental problems, but stress and uh, right. uh, you're just not in a, a maybe a good place because you're dealing with kids in school and all of the other things on top of all the other things that are just everything's piled together right now like you said like it's all one big space that you're in you don't even know the difference between the living room and the bedroom and the basement and yeah well let's be there's definitely some some mental stress that comes along with that 
So I guess this brings up a bigger topic of self-care. <laughs> what <laughs> are you doing anything for self-care? Uh, well, I did want to tell you one more story. Okay. Before we uh, get to the... <laughs> before we get to self-care. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, this one's... So this one's all 100%. I own this one. So let's just start there. Cormac owns this steep foot and mouth disease. Um, so today I was invited to sit on a on a jury for a friend's university studio class. And so I did. And I kind of joined it. And, you know, I know him from St. Petersburg, uh, you know, down in Florida. And there was a couple of other like Florida folks down that were on the jury as well. And joined in, and this was before a lot of the students were coming in, and we were talking about things. And I'm current him, and I was like, "Man, you couldn't even pay me to go back to Florida." And he's like, "Oh man, no, Florida's Florida's great." I'm like, hey, "I mean, I grew up there, and you know, I I just don't know what it is. It's like I just don't feel like I really want to go back." And you know, so he's like, "Well, how long has it been since you've been here?" I'm like, yeah, "It's been a few years. I've I've got family down there, and we go down there often, but has been a while since I've been there." He goes, "Oh man." It has totally changed. You, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, it looks completely different. You wouldn't believe like you know, all the building going on and everything else. You know, downtown St. Petersburg just looks great. And so then I kind of made this comment of, and so like I, here I am, I'm talking to a couple of like local architects down in Florida. And I make this comment. I'm like, yeah, but like the, the new pier, God. He goes, I, I, I think I'll, I, I said, I'll. We talked a about whole, that project, right? Because it, it was nothing like the competition winning entry. Right. Yeah. Well, guess what? He worked on it. The the guy I was talking to, not the one that invited me to his studio lecture, but the guy that I was talking to was the designer of the project or the executive architect on the project. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> Foot, mouth, Foot, insert. Mouth, yeah. <laughs> Did you draw a diagram? Yeah. For that <laughs> now you know i mean i did you know and, and here here's the thing you know yes i think that i you know i i have feelings about the building and i am not sure what i feel about it until i actually like see the building you know to, to like really kind of understand what's going on with it but you know there's a level of disappointment the competition you know winning one and and you know growing up there and growing up with this icon and was the original pure you know anything anything award winning to write home about absolutely not absolutely not but what i always felt like is it needed this iconic statement this you know this is an opportunity to really like showcase st petersburg mm-hmm. with with a piece of architecture that can really drive I me. Mean, I mean, I think like just the fact that, you know, you could have this iconic element floating out in the middle of the water that, you know, it's kind of like this punctuation of the city and everything else was where I was really hoping. And, and, and do I feel like it, it achieved that? Yeah, probably not. But yeah. I mean, think about this. I mean, how many buildings do we do that don't turn out the way that we want them because of all of the different forces that, you know, we're up against every time we do these things. And so, I mean, it was, it was, it was bad that I kind of like completely inserted my foot in my mouth uh-huh. on this one. I don't think it necessarily changes my opinion about it. Right. But then again, <laughs> you, you know, there's I, just things you don't want people to hear. Like they don't need to hear that. I mean, maybe not to the guy. Right. You know, kind of thing. It's just like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh. So boy, just do it live I, on Twitter. You know, you can get canceled yeah. in a few years. So boy, did I feel stupid. Oh, <laughs> it was just. 
uh, I mean, I feel I need to reach out to him and just, I, I mean, again, I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, I'm not changing my, my opinion or my view or anything. I, what I want to do is I want to reserve all like judgment until I actually like put my eyes on the, on the space. And it's not just the building itself, it's the space and stuff. And, and I think, you know, they, it's a vast improvement over what it was, mm-hmm. but was I hoping for more? Sure. Aren't we but, always? It, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> but wasn't everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes for sure. Oh, so, so you do anything to disconnect from the madness and take care of yourself? You mean immediately? Well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Big picture, little picture. Well, it's a picture. I'll, I'll say that, um, I will take a momentary lapse of, of a break on my project, which I have a, an interim it's one of the bigger interim deadlines, you know, kind of progress check-in. Those are called <laughs> fake deadlines, by the way. Yeah. Yes, fake deadlines, which is going to basically expose that there are a lot of questions that still need to be answered, of which everybody right. knows about. And that's that's the good thing about going into it is that like everything that they're going to see or in this particular case not see are things that are kind of out in the open that everybody knows are discussions that still need to happen, but just doesn't make it feel any better that when you're that this far along and you just still have like a handful of really big questions that could like drive certain areas one way or the other. So unfortunately I've got that going on till the 25th. So what, um, 12 days yeah. of cranking along, but I do get a moment of respite, uh, this weekend where I get to wake up early like 3 a.m. and start driving down to Southern Virginia all the way to damn near North Carolina to take my son to okay, a college like, tour. How, okay. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. How far is that really? Cause you say like all the way to Virginia. Um, it is a, according to this, it is a six hour drive. So okay. while we're talking, so 350, 400 miles, something like that. 352 miles. 352. I was pretty dang close, wasn't I? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's now if I le- if I left right Come on. if I if I left right now, it's actually a lot quicker. But the one amazing thing about it is is that I get to drive through basically the Shenandoah Mountains of western western virginia and kind of like you know drive along some pretty damn beautiful scenery now granted it will be completely dark yeah i won't see any of it (laughs) yeah you're like imagine if you will looking out this window Ooh, i bet there's mountains out there turn on the brights everything's dark (laughs) turn on the bright lights yeah you need some of those like uh, led spots that you can just mount to your roof rack and blow everybody else out of the water with your your lighting that'd be fun light up the scenery as you drive down the highway well i i'm trying to get out on my bike i it's i didn't go outside of the house at all today you know like i think that's kind of what a lot of people are dealing with and now with the time change uh it's it's even worse right because by the time you're done working which is now uh, for me it's not even 5 30 yet it is completely dark outside and it's i hate that i hate that part of this part of the year uh, there's so many other things I love about this time of year. I think 
I think for the most part, like in Southern California, it's nice to actually see seasons happening and it's nice to not wake up in complete darkness, but at the expense of leaving work traditionally, but now just walking out of my office and it's completely dark outside, it's pretty terrible. I, I feel like I'm missing out. So I'm trying to get out on the weekends, at least on my bike and, and do a ride or, you know, go mountain biking up in the hills and get into nature and, and experience some fresh air and not pavement and not the inside of this room. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is that that's actually why I moved, you know, I've been, I started off in the basement over course of several months that mm-hmm. was getting to be way too annoying. Mm-hmm. So then I set up a, a little desk in my bedroom and where, you know, that's fine for a while, but you know, it really kind of sucks when like the, you know, the glow of the computer is just like humming at you. While the last thing you see at night and the first thing you see in the morning and, and yeah, exactly. exactly. It. I did the so, same thing. Yeah. So then I came out here and, and this was the first day that I actually felt kind of nice to work in. Like it was, a, it was sunny outside. It's been raining the past couple of days and it was sunny outside. It felt nice to actually like see the outdoors through a window right next to me. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, it felt a little bit, no. I did get outside today. I had to drive into D.C. today to uh, pick up the, did I tell you this story yet? I told you that, you know, I had to, like, send my camera, I mean, my lens in to get fixed. Mm -hmm. So they sent it to Fuji to Mm -hmm. fix it because they felt, like, better to have them do it because it's supposed to be a weather-sealed lens and the, the bracket was what popped off. So they were like, oh, you know, let's send it back there. So they send it back there. Did I tell you that they came back and told me how much it was going to cost? <laughs> no. <laughs> Time to buy a new lens instead? It literally was the exact same amount yeah. to fix the lens as it was to buy a brand new one. So it's just a lens replacement was what they were offering it, you. They just weren't telling you that. And so what they were, well, what they were telling me is that, hey, I know you have this lens, We'd like for you to pay for that same lens. Mm-hmm. We want you to buy it twice mm. for the same one. We aren't going to give you two lenses for the price of one. You know, we are going to give you one like one lens yeah. for the price of two. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and you will say thank you. <laughs> I was like, can you can you have them send it back? And so it came back to um, yesterday, and I drove into town to pick it up today, and they were just like. Yeah, they're kind of getting into, you know, like all of these major manufacturers are now getting into this culture of like, they actually want you to replace it. He goes, back in the film days, I mean, you'd have your your camera forever and all you're really doing is just buying lenses and things like that. And, you know, you, know, you break these like highly computerized cameras and yeah. they're going to say, yeah, I know that you spent, you know, $2,000 on the body for this camera or more, but, you know, you dropped it and... For us to fix it, it's going to cost three thousand. You're like, but we can sell you this one right here for thirty two hundred. Well, and it's like a, it's like a year or two old, and there's newer, better stuff out now. And and that was the thing is like, so you know, I I had waited actually to buy the camera because they had announced this new, you know, the newer camera coming yeah. out. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll wait. So now two years later, they just released the XT4. And I had the XT3, and and so it was just like it, it's it, they. I, I I tell them I'm like they're taking a book out of or a page out of uh, Apple's book, 
and you know it's like this planned obsolescence it's like oh your your phone it's only two years old well i'm gonna crank this down a little bit or make it slow down so that you feel like you have to buy a new phone so you go out and you buy a new phone and there's really was nothing wrong with the first one but But they didn't make you (laughs) i'm just saying that you know they didn't make me buy a new phone yeah good luck with that so what are you gonna do Actually, so here I am um, standing in the uh, the shop, and I'm looking down at their case, and they've got a couple of uh, used Fuji lenses, and then they have the exact same one, mm-hmm. were three hundred dollars less than what it was going to cost to fix it. Oh, okay. And I don't think I'm going to be jumping at buying a new lens yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, you know I've been renting a lens from them. And, you know, it's really affordable. And, uh, you know, it's a nice lens. It's a 23 millimeter, uh, but it's like a 1.4. I'm loving, you know, just messing around with that one. So so I'm just going to keep, you know, if I know I'm going to go shooting, I'm going to go and rent a lens. Uh, It's, uh, you know, extraordinarily affordable. And, you know, it's a great mom and pop shop that really know their stuff. And so I'm going to continue to support them until someday uh, the lens fairy brings me a new one. No, you know, when you get that 2020 bonus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. So before we jump off this episode, I just want to let everybody know that we are planning to do a live stream on YouTube. Uh, and we're going to do that on the 19th, but a little extra special secret sauce here. Uh, we're going to do it with life of an architect podcast crew, Bob Borson, Andrew Hawkins, and, uh, just the four of us going to get together and live stream this happy hour, fun hangout time. Uh, we haven't done that in a very long time. We haven't seen those guys because all the conferences that we normally go to got canceled this year. So, um, we'll put a link to the, to the, location where you can kind of set a reminder for yourself to watch that or be you know just know that it's happening so it'll be on november 19th uh we're not quite sure the time yet but by the time this episode comes out and uh, there will be a link in the show notes and you can click on that i'm looking forward to this i think it's gonna be fun yeah yeah but how do we do audio on youtube yeah we're gonna do like a zoom call and we'll just live oh, stream wait. it you know so you got to be presentable. Turn my, turn my camera on. You might want to shave. I don't know. We're all black. Yeah. You know, I would like to see you clean shaven. Jeez, come on. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, we can. Everybody can give each other crap. It's going to be great. So, uh, so join us. It would be fun if everybody could join us and hang out. And uh, you can put questions in the chat. You can uh, just hang out and be tell, together you know tell us your favorite cocktail big architectural togetherness pie it's gonna be fantastic <laughs>